Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, October 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Donald Trump imposes sanctions against Turkish officials, and the Queen opens a new session of UK Parliament with a speech resembling a Conservative Party election manifesto. Plus, Facebook admits doubts about Libra amid regulatory hurdles, and the price of bacon is climbing. Then, our world trade editor James Politi will tell us why the U.S.-China trade truce reached last week is still fragile. I'm Amy Keene, and here's the news you need to start your day. Donald Trump has imposed sanctions against Turkish government ministers. This follows Turkey's military advance into Syria. On Monday evening, U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin confirmed that the president had signed the executive order. It imposed sanctions on the Turkish defense, energy, and interior ministers, as well as the Turkish government's defense and energy departments. Earlier on Monday, Mr. Trump said he would soon issue an executive order enabling the U.S. to, quote, impose powerful sanctions on any person contributing to Turkey's destabilizing actions. He also said he would increase tariffs on imported steel to 50 percent and halt negotiations over what he called a $100 billion trade deal between the two countries. But Democratic leaders in the Senate rejected the announcement, saying, quote, strong sanctions, while good and justified, will not be sufficient. My government's priority has always been to secure the United Kingdom's departure from the European Union. That's the Queen opening Parliament in the UK on Monday with a speech that was meant to lay out the current government's plans for the next session. But as FT political correspondent Laura Hughes says, it was less a speech about the prime minister's legislative agenda and more about him setting out a blueprint for a Conservative Party manifesto for the next election, one with a total of 26 proposals. Without a majority in the House of Commons, the Prime Minister will struggle to pass this Queen's speech. An election is looking likely as soon as opposition parties believe that they have secured either a deal in the House of Commons at the end of this week or an extension to Article 50. And in that election, the Prime Minister will be able to campaign for a majority so he is able to implement some of the domestic policies set out in the House of Parliament. If Brexit is passed, he'll be able to say that he delivered on the will of the people. And if it's not, again, he will call for a majority in the House of Commons so he can act a no-deal Brexit. Meanwhile, on Monday, Mr Johnson's hopes of securing a Brexit deal at an EU summit later this week faded. That's as the EU said more time was needed to find an agreement. You can follow the latest on the Brexit negotiations at ft.com slash Brexit. Facebook had intended to launch its digital currency, Libra, by the end of 2020. But after several of the companies that signed up as founding members withdrew from the project, and after politicians and regulators warned about its risks for financial stability and money laundering, that timing seems less likely. Libra's deputy chairman, Dante Desparte, told the FT that even though they might be ready with the technology, it's the regulatory piece that carries the most uncertainty. He said getting the right licensing approvals might not be possible by the end of next year. As for those founding member companies, on Monday, online travel group Booking Holdings became the latest of the original 28 to pull out. It follows PayPal, eBay, Stripe, MasterCard, Visa, and Mercado Pago. 
And the price of bacon is about to get more expensive, at least in Europe, where wholesale pork prices have hit a six-year high. It's partly because of demand from China, where pig herds have been ravaged by African swine fever. At the same time, European farmers have become wary of boosting their own production as the virus spreads in the eastern part of the continent, including in Poland and in Romania. Wholesale pork prices in Europe have jumped 35% since the start of the year to €1.82 a kilogram. Now, there's typically a bit of a lag before the wholesale price gets passed on to consumers. That's as meat processors absorb some of the price increases. But analysts say that if prices continue to rise further, retailers would have to pay more for things like pork chops and bacon, and then pass that increase on to shoppers. And here's a closer look at a story we're following. Well, thank you very much. We've had a lot of very big news and some very good news today. But I'd like to uh, hold this for China. Last Friday in the Oval Office, U.S. President Donald Trump announced a so-called phase one deal with China to ease trade tensions. And we've uh, come to a very substantial phase one deal. But by Monday, that fragile truce was looking tenuous. FT World Trade editor James Politi has more. It's true that the U.S. is set to hold off on raising tariffs uh, uh, this week from 25 to 30 percent, as it planned uh, on 250 billion of uh, uh, Chinese goods in exchange for some concessions on agriculture and technology transfer, potentially, and intellectual property. Uh, But we have very few details of this interim deal. Uh, On the Chinese side, they're only describing it as substantial progress in the negotiations. And there's no text. There's no signed document. All that needs to be hashed out and thrashed out over the next four to five weeks before a supposed signing summit at the APEC summit between uh, uh, President Trump and President Xi. On uh, Monday morning on CNBC, Secretary Steve Mnuchin warned that if no deal is reached and if China doesn't abide by its commitments under this sort of supposed deal, then a new uh, round of tariffs on December 15th is going to kick in on $156 billion or so, uh, mainly consumer goods that are imported from China into the United States annually. And these had never really been taken off the table, but the fact that he warned it that they could come really shows that we're in for sort of a rough ride and nothing is really uh, settled at the moment in in U.S.-China relations. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, the third quarter corporate earnings season gets underway with some of the biggest U.S. banks giving investors a look at their financials. J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo are all set to report. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. The FT has launched a new podcast called The Rockman Review. It's a weekly look at global affairs by the FT's own Gideon Rockman. The show will include interviews with some of the decision makers and analysts Gideon meets in his travels around the world. And it'll draw on the FT's vast network of foreign correspondents. The Rockman Review is exclusively for FT subscribers. So if that's you, please go to ft.com slash Rockman Review and sign up.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.